Welcome to Alternatives to AA. This is Joshua Robinson, and I've been three years sober. And I'm Monique Robinson, and I'm two years sober. And we're here on a mission to help make the difficult journey of sobriety even easier to manage. Nobody in my world ever thought that I'd actually manage to be sober. So now we're taking what we've learned in the last decade to be able to help you too. And we're not against AA. We just need to learn how to manage the other 23 hours of the day. From communication to relationships to self-care, we're going to show you how to cope when your triggers try to take you down. Join us every Monday at 6 p.m. to uncover not only how to live without alcohol, but to thrive in sobriety and to swap out your addiction for a better life with the help of Alternatives to AA. So let's go. But physically, I felt young and great. Like, I should be... Yeah. And actually ended up going to uh, therapy for the first time ever. Hmm. And I was like, I drive a shitty car. It breaks down every other fucking week. I'm making $40,000 a year. And at the end of the month, I have $20 in my bank account. How many years is this going to go on for? Yeah. I feel worthless. He told me, why are you, why are you worried about driving a 20-year-old car? It's like, because nobody else drives 20-year-old cars. I feel like people are looking at me and judging me because I can't afford a new car. And what it turned out to be was I had really, really low self-confidence. Because why should I care what anybody thinks of what kind of car I'm driving? Like I used to go out on like a date and be like, she's not going to want to go out on a second date with me because I drive a 20 year old car. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't true. Yeah. They never gave a shit. If you're... So it was all in here. Yeah. And so what I realized from going to do that therapy was that like, if I was going to get out of this situation, I needed to move on. So I got another job, better job. <clears throat> I got my new car. Yeah. Uh, I was at a job where I was actually doing what I went to school for, which I liked mm. and I felt better. Just those two things. Yeah. But I could still be working at that place, making like maybe $50,000 now. Yeah. Which uh, from 40 to 50,000 in a 10 year span. Same difference. It doesn't mean shit <laughs> because you want to be promoted. Yeah. And sometimes the best way to be promoted is to go find a new job. Yeah. And that's what I did. Even though it was an hour away, I felt better about myself because I had accomplished something. And we were talking before about how you feel like you're not like, I've, I've always felt like I'm not worthy. Mm. So I was depressed about not being worthy enough and thinking that I was just going to be working that same job. And it got me really pissed off basically enough to go talk to somebody about it. Yeah. And that, that made me reanalyze and it helped. Yeah. If you just stayed there, <clears throat> like I would have, would have just given up kind of thing. Yeah. Like you're driving into work and you're like, I fucking hate my life. Yeah. And I already have anxiety as it is. Yeah. So it would really overrun me. So, and then I would drink at night and I would feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your, and your twenties, like, that's what sucked about it. Yeah. Anyone <clears throat> listening that's in their twenties, like that's, that's, you know, that happens all the time. All the time. It, it, that's the, that's the years of like discovery and kind of, at least to some extent. Um, so it's, it's typical. You're not going to get out of college and be making a hundred K right away. Um, unless, you know, you went to like Princeton or something. You could have a degree from Clemson or be a bricklayer. The most money is going to go to the guy who works the hardest. You could walk into a job interview and say, yeah, I have a, an accounting degree from Clemson, but if you're a shitty accountant, hmm. especially long-term, like maybe short-term, that's not always the case. 
But long term, whoever works the hardest. But if a guy who is a bricklayer Mm -hmm. opens up a bricklaying business. If it's it's his own business. And he makes his own money. My point is you don't need a college degree. But people think that with a college degree, you can just walk in and say, here's my degree. I'll take $100,000, please. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) And now now we've flooded the market with people with college degrees. So nobody even cares if you have a college degree now. now. They don't even give a shit. Now you need more than a college. You need to have a master's at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To even walk in the door anywhere. And if you ever read like a intro position or like a job, they want everybody to have like five to eight years of experience yeah. and they want to pay them 40 grand. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and, and they, they write down all this stuff that you got to do. Yeah. And then you get that job and you don't do anything like that. Even what the thing says on the paper, you don't even do or it. Or then you're doing stuff that is not on the paper. Yeah. Because like in reality, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> Whatever needs Nobody to be cares. done, here you go. <laughs> so that's why, like, when you – and you could, you could say that with relationships, too. If you find a good job, mm-hmm. you might think the grass is greener mm. at another job. You say you're making 80 grand and you get an offer from somebody to make 90. Mm-hmm. Like, I make 90 grand now. We don't know what's involved. Your you don't boss know. might be a prick. Yep. And then you're going to go – man, I wish I kind of was still working back at that other place because everyone loved me and I loved them. Yep. And the extra 10 grand at the end of the month is like take home. Mm-hmm. There's like another 500 bucks. Yeah. Which you're just going to spend anyway, because now you're going to buy yourself a new shoes so, and you're going to go out with your significant other to dinner more. Yeah. Like you're not going to take that 500 bucks and you, know, you might go buy a new car. Now you just ate up that $500. Now you're living the same life, but your boss is a dick. Yep. <laughs> but you drive a nice shiny car to work. <laughs> Congrats. Sa- same thing with relationship. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend's an asshole to me. Mm. I'm going to leave him. Or a guy said it to a girl. Either way. And you go leave. You're single for a little while. You start dating somebody else. Or if you're a real asshole, you'll just jump right into another relationship. And it sucks. Mm. It's worse because you didn't know this person as well as you knew the other person. And you're like, can I come back, please? <laughs> it's like, no, you can't come back. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Sorry it sucks, but job offers off the table. Yeah. You already quit. You quit. <laughs> <clears throat> you quit and you had another job. You had a job lined up before you even quit this one. Yeah. So good luck with that. <laughs> Maybe you'll find another one. <laughs> yeah. Life. Life is you know full of different choices and the choices you make you know can totally change things so strongly right like i i can i say it's a house of cards yeah every level you go up mm. the, the 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 harder yeah the house falls because you're it's like a video game so like you're on a higher you're on a harder level or whatever difficulty <clears throat> and yeah so exactly like you'd make one little mistake and one mistake yeah you, one bullet kills yeah. you instead of three <laughs> exactly and you get angry because you're like why did i do this to myself <laughs> why did i want to beat it on hard yeah no that's funny and that's the way i've described things to people you know if you if you're a loser and you have nothing mm. you got nothing to lose mm. You have a shitty job. You don't care. You have bad friends. So you don't do anything with your life. You're high all the time. Like, 
if you fuck up, eh, whatever. But, but if you have a family, you have three kids, you have a wife, you have a house, you got a vacation house, you got nice cars, you got, and that house is getting bigger, that house of cards, and somebody fucks something up and pulls the bottom out, it all comes crashing down. Yeah. Now your life in an instant goes from this way that it was, and then in a millisecond, it's different. Yeah, no, I agree. You got to sell the house. You got to divorce your wife. You got to figure out how you're going to see your kids again. Yeah. And now you got to sell the ho- sell the home, move out. And now the family that you had because of one fuck up. Yeah. And I was going to say like the opposite of that's true too. Like, cause everyone's, well, most people have probably been a oh. loser to some extent. Yeah. You know, like it's I, fun to be a loser sometimes. Yeah. So, but <laughs> so even though that sucks, there's a lot of upside. Like if you got your shit together, you could be in a whole nother, um, you know, whole nother kind of lifestyle within a couple of years. So like, that's, that's the positive spin on it. Right. It's like, that's how it was like for me, like four years ago, I was literally like, you know, about to not even be able to afford rent and stuff. And you know, now it's, it's a lot different, but, you got to put in the the time and you got to actually want a better life and you got to not want that not responsibility of of being the loser, you know. Well, I I could I could fuck my life up really I could do it in many ways. I know how I can do it, too. Yeah. Um I could <clears throat> you know, I have a son um who is the most important thing in the whole world to me. I could go to the liquor store right now. I could buy a bottle of vodka. I could drink half of it and then go for a drive. I could do that. I could intentionally crash my car or unintentionally. But I mean, if I was going to purposely fuck my life up. And now I have DUI. I'm in jail. I can't see my kid anymore. I don't have a job now because I'm in jail. That's one way to really fuck your life up. You know, relating to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can go drink and damn near kill yourself. I mean, dude, there's people that drive sober and accidentally run over a cyclist on the side of the road. Yeah. I know somebody that happened to. He was driving to work one day and there was a guy riding his bike. It was like 6 a.m. like in like the winter time. So it was still dark outside. Yeah. And he was on like an exit ramp. And the guy was in the shoulder, but he was like on the line almost. Yeah. And he was just kind of, you know how you kind of cut the corner? Yeah. Killed the dude. And he was sober. So accidentally killing somebody while you're drunk. Yeah. Is he, when I grew when, where I grew up, this guy on Halloween, he was so drunk. He, he like sideswiped like six cars in a row. Oh, Jesus. Right in front of my house. That, that were parked. That were yeah, parked. Yeah. Dude went to jail. Yeah. He was dressed up like Santa Claus. <laughs> like that movie, Bad Santa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can intentionally, I could just not show up to work on Monday. Yeah. Stop going. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Some people anymore. do that. Yeah, they have no plan, but they just say, "I'm not going back there." And sometimes that might not be that bad, because so they had part of it right. right? Yeah, they're like my job. This sorry, I got sorry. <laughs> this is sitting up right here. <laughs> this isn't like working for me, but then they didn't think out the other part. Yeah, there's no foresight. No foresight. Yeah. So it's like maybe quit your job, but maybe try to find another one in the meantime or, or, or something. 
so you're not just like yeah well my was my my reference to was like <laughs> the importance of the things that you do mm-hmm. like a lot of people they'll get drunk and they'll sleep through their alarm mm-hmm. i did that one time i yeah. felt fucking terrible mm-hmm. i was so mad at myself i slept until like 10 o'clock and thank god my boss wasn't in that day yeah i woke up at 9 45 supposed to be there at nine i woke up at 9 45 mm-hmm. people are like asking where i am this is the only time this has ever happened yeah um it never happened again and i called he's like you're good brian you know so-and-so's not even here today don't worry take your time i was like i'm so fucking mad at myself i can't fucking believe i did this <laughs> and it wasn't that i slept through my alarm i never said it because mm. usually I, i'll wake up you know yeah but i was probably fucked up <laughs> sure i was i'm sure i was <clears throat> and i felt awful about yeah. it but now with not drinking then i mean just... that was like four years ago yeah but i'm just saying like now you that was when up. i was going through a really really hard time <laughs> in life <laughs> the harder the times the harder you drink yeah that's true <laughs> That is true. And then if you, if you're going through a hard time and you, you know, like I've been, me and Monique have been going through some hard stuff, like just, you know, we, I thought I was going back to jail for a while, all that for like a whole year back and forth. Um, that definitely made me want to drink, but from, I I honestly, as a former drinker and I don't like the term alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, ex alcoholic um, or former drinker. I don't like that term because it implies that you have a problem. And the problem is not that your body needs it. You're every time you drink, you're 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 doing it. Yeah. You know, some people maybe maybe you know they can't help themselves. Mm. But if all the alcohol in the world was poured down the drain tomorrow, you wouldn't be able to drink. Yeah, but I give you credit for not because I fucking would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, like you, I would have been drowning myself every day until that day came that I found out that I was either going or not. Yeah, because you you want to. I would I would not have been able to deal with that. Yeah, and and the only <clears throat> the only reason like why I didn't is because what I do every time I feel like I want to drink, which which you said like when times are worse. It definitely pops into your oh, head man. way, you way more. You know it's going to give you relief. You yeah. just know it. Yeah, but the whole thing, I'm like, okay, I can have this short-term relief, but then I'm going to have way more long-term pain. So I, I look at it as like, yeah. I could have one or one or two or even like a whole day or two of pleasure or, or you know, not thinking about stuff, but then I'm going to fuck up my life. Like for me, like I, I just tell myself, even though it's not true, like, within a couple of weeks if I was doing it, but like, I'm like, I'm going to fuck up my life forever. And that's kind of how it actually is. Cause I was sober for like four years at one point and I started drinking. I fucked up my whole life again yeah. within, within a month. Yeah. And I was like building it up. Great. One month took away four years of, of like the good I was doing. Crazy. Progress. Yeah. yeah. So fuck that shit. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely, and I, yeah, I agree. Like you're saying about the house of cards thing. It's like that the alcohol is if almost like a, trying to think what I want to say. Uh, there, there have been times when 
I want to to drink, but then I'm like, I know that it'll go off the rails mm. because I'm so upset. Like I might just, and, and I don't ever leave my house, you know, I'm not one of those, I don't drink and go out. Yeah. Cause I know that there's consequences out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're okay in your own house. I'm dude. okay sitting on my couch, you know, but like. You might trip her on something. I know I have. Yeah. yeah. I slammed my head <laughs> off the wall one time. I literally was sitting there drinking, watching a movie. Um, was just hanging out, just getting more buzzed as the night went on. And I was like, I need to go to bed. And I stood up and my legs were like jelly. And I slammed my head off the wall. And I was like, holy shit, what the hell just happened? Did you cut yourself? No. No, I just went to bed. I didn't knock myself out, thankfully. Yeah. I didn't knock myself out and wake up on the floor. That would have been... People do it, though. Yeah. Um, But the next day, I was like, how did I get into my bed? <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was that was really bad. Yeah. Could you imagine if I was in, like, New York City? that fucked up oh you mean like walking the well, if i was out oh, that's what i mean like out there are consequences yeah, yeah yeah if i got that drunk at a bar mm. i'd be sleeping in the fucking park yeah i've done that one time you know? i passed out <laughs> did you like i passed out by these by i was <clears throat> i was in florida and like we went to this this like club or whatever and the girl i was with started dancing with some other girl, you know, or some other girl, some other guy. I was going to say, that sounds nice. (laughs) Some other guy, like, and I was just so pissed. I'm like, I'm walking to the beach. The beach is like a 20-minute walk from the the college in uh, Palm Beach. Uh And, like, I'm I'm walking. It's like, you know, like 2 o'clock in the morning. And there was, like, there was some palm trees or whatever. I just, like, passed. (laughs) Then woke up, like, you know, like at 10 a.m., it's like that kind of stuff is so embarrassing um, when you think about it. Yeah. But it's it's kind of funny, but it's like. Of course, it's hilarious. It's, it, but Because you're telling me that story, I'm fucking cracking up. <laughs> but but at the same time, it's really like sad and like. Scary. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was going to a good college, but um, I was like pretty much that day like a home, like, like a bum. You know, I wake yeah. up, it's 10 o'clock. And you wouldn't sleep on a palm tree sober. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it is a funny story. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make it to the to the beach, but didn't get there. Could you imagine if you tried to go swimming? Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's a scary thought. The ocean I, at night is like the scariest thing in the world. Well, I have a story about that really <laughs> quick. I I was on a um on a a sailboat with my dad, uh-huh. and and uh, we went to this island where. The, the captain said, oh, anyone can drink whatever they want. Like, it's free. You know, I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, So there was a kid that was, like, similar age to me. So we just started drinking like crazy. Just like, fuck, yeah. We, uh-huh. we, we had, like, 20-plus drinks. And, I need, like, I blacked out like you were talking about. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm getting dragged off the island because, like, they were scared that I was going to impregnate this chick. Um, So, yeah, it was Ow. like – I don't know. I was blacked out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, there was a there's a girl that I met there, and like, oh, okay. I guess, but we were like in public doing it, so they like oh. dragged me off. To, like, get the fuck off. 
So anyway, um, <laughs> like I get back on the boat, my dad bought me a hat. He's like, here's a hat I bought you. I said, fuck your hat. <laughs> I was, and, but what I was going to get to is I was calling my brother later on that night, uh-huh. like on the top and it's freezing cold out. And I almost, um, I almost fell off. I almost fell off the, the ship. And if you fall off in those, those you're, you're dead within 30 seconds. Cause it's so cold. It was in, uh, like, uh, by Vermont. Oh shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, like you're saying, like your muscles literally cease to work. Yeah. And you just sink. I almost tipped over. I like grabbed the, the handles, but there's so many times when Dude, we know. talk about the drinking stories when you almost died and you're like, yeah. And you survived. You kind of think it's cool. Like, haha, I survived. But at the same time, it's like, but if you ha ha kill yourself, not funny. Wouldn't be too funny. I, uh, got into an argument, drunken, argument and uh was pissed and uh left the house and uh i was like god so stupid god why are we so stupid i was like i haven't had enough of this fight <laughs> so you went back so i went yeah. back inside and i slammed the door open yeah and uh the door like it didn't open up into a room it opened up to a wall and uh, the door, I was like walking through the door as I pushed it open and it bounced off the wall. Mm. And I had like put my hands up to catch the door because yeah. now I'm walking. Th- I'm literally through the door. Yeah. And my arm went through the glass window. Yeah. And I have a nice. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I can't go to the hospital now. Mm. So I wrapped it up and I went to the hospital the next day. Yeah. And I was that was the first time I really like. And I have it every day. There it is. Mm. It's a good reminder. Good reminder. Didn't kill myself. Yeah. Could have fucking bled out, maybe. If yeah. it was worse. What if know. I cut my fucking muscle open? Yeah. Once you do that. I, right now, I'm getting, like, anxiety <laughs> just thinking about that. But that's how stupid it is. Yeah. And the argument stopped. Yeah. Now I'm bleeding. Mm-hmm. And now we're fine. <laughs> but it's like... That's the kind of shit that can happen. Mm. Like falling off of a boat. Yeah. Getting cut. Or that story I told you before about that lady who killed her fucking husband. Yeah. You're having a fight? Is a gun in the house? Bad news. Yeah. And you're drunk? Mm-mm. Yeah. So. It's like, it's like you know, when you're in arguments like that, you're like constantly trying to one-up each other. Mm. It's like, well, you did that. Well, you did that. Well, fuck you. Well, fuck you too. You know? And then the gun comes out. And then, dude, I mean, I've heard some devastating, like, 911 calls. Mm. Because I used to be really into, like, true crime stuff. Yeah. Podcasts and shit a few years ago. And it was getting depressing for me to listen to. Because these literally these people's lives are changing. Mm. This dude fucking... Oh, my God. I don't even want to say it. But I'm gonna. This dude was mad that his girlfriend was going to leave him Mm. for another man. And they had like a two month old and he put the gun to the two month old's head Mm. to make the girl not leave. Mm -hmm. And he fucking blew the fucking kid's head off basically. Mm. And the nine one one call is of him 
saying, I can't believe I just did this. I'm going to kill myself. And he did on the phone because he shot his infant son in the head because his girlfriend was going to leave him and they got into a fight about it. Yeah. Now two lives are, well, not two lives are ruined. Two lives are over. Mm. The girlfriend's distraught. Now he can't even believe what he just did. He kills himself. And now there's all this collateral damage of families. And I mean, it even affected me. Yeah. And then I, I, I thought about that for like weeks. I mm. couldn't listen to that shit anymore. Yeah. It's out there if you want to listen to it. But depressing. It's fucking depressing. And then, like, <clears throat> it seems, who knows, but most likely they're, he was drinking. Absolutely. You know? It's just like you just, Absolutely. you know, like, just so upset. Oh, I'm going to have a couple of shots. And next thing you know, he's, he's shooting his two-month-old. Well, if you, if you leave me, I'm going to. Yeah, and then just did it. Wow. I don't, this. I know, that's, it yeah. sounds, it's, I mean, it's real life. It happened. Yeah sucks i try to remember the guy's name but, but yeah alcohol can lead to literally ruining your life yeah i mean there's people in jail right now for life for doing something they probably wouldn't have done it, yeah had they not been intoxicated or fucked up on something you could be drunk and high on meth or whatever other shit you're on yeah it doesn't have to just be alcohol but it's definitely probably one of the factors yeah and alcohol is just the easiest to get and and it's almost ruined my life literally probably two or three times so that's why when I want one drink, I say, nope, nope. don't want to ruin my life today. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know it's a possibility. I know it's actually, like, for me, it maybe it's a possibility, but in my mind, it's it's eventuality. Yeah, of, it's like a definite. Uh, yeah, it would eventually ruin, because that's what happened every time. Like, I was like, oh, I, you know, I've been four years sober. I can drink again. Just have then, one. Yeah, and then next thing you know, literally a couple... I, like a week later, drinking every day, two months later, getting a car crash, you know, like all, and then all that kind of stupid shit. And it's just, it's just not good. And everyone has their, uh, you know, ev not everyone gets that bad, but for me, that's how bad it got. And I just yeah. never want to get back to that place. Well, one of the reasons I started was because I lived alone. And it became my friend. Yeah. That connection. Yeah. I'm going to hang out with my buddy alcohol tonight. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. Yeah. That was like my glass of my friend for yeah. the night. Because when you live alone, you know, some people, they're just social drinkers. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have a problem with that now because mentally I'm not in that place anymore. Mm. Um. <clears throat> It's the coming home alone mm -hmm. after you've been out in the world all day. You make dinner. Why not? One turns to two, turns to three to four. Yeah. It's like it kills your loneliness a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Because when I get lonely, I get really lonely. Mm. And I, I'm an only child, so I can occupy myself a lot, you know. But sometimes you just like, I really need some interaction, yeah. somebody around me, you know? Huh. But it was always there in the cabinet or in the fridge. Yeah. Ready to be my friend for the day. Yeah. A lot of people have compared it to that. That's where I get that from. It's like you have a relationship with it. Yeah. I've heard people have say a I'm relationship with, with alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it, it becomes such a integral part of your brain chemistry it's like 
you love somebody, mm. you want to be around them yep. all the fucking time, especially in the beginning, mm. you know? And then they leave mm. and you're like, it just stops all of a sudden. So if you stop drinking cold turkey all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, kind of miss my buddy. Yeah, yeah, you know, fill that connection with, with something with like, you know, community or, <clears throat> or, or just, just other things. But yeah, it, it is like uh, when you stop drinking, it is a loss. So it's not like this isn't, yeah. all, isn't all fun, right? It's, <laughs> it's like a huge chunk, especially if you're a big drinker, a huge chunk of your, of yourself is being lost. But like, you know, like Jordan Peterson says, that's dead wood and that needs to be you know, burnt off, it hurts, Yeah, but it's good. So like the true you and the, and the best you can, can, um, survive. Yeah. But it, it definitely sucks. Cause like you're saying, um, I just wanted to say that the relationship thing is so true because when me and Monique were first dating, we were both trying to, um, stop drinking cause we knew it was ruining our lives. And, but you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And I would like stop for a week or something. And then I call Monique up cause we weren't living together and I'd hear like, Oh, she's drunk. And yeah. I would feel like I was like some other chick was, or some other guy was like fucking her. That's how bad it was. Uh, cause I, why would you think that? Cause I felt like she was, she was cheating on our, our, Oh, Oh, oh like mentally. I thought you were like, yeah. She was answering the phone, no, and you but, thought physically there was a guy there. No, ment oh, okay, okay. mentally, I felt like cheated, betrayed. On because oh, oh, I see how it is. You're going to be with alcohol today instead of me. Yeah, and dude, it was I like would, a betrayal. Yeah. So then, then what I would do? I said, oh, I'm going to get with alcohol too, and then I'd get drunk. Yeah. And this went Fuck on. You. Yeah. This yeah. went on for like a couple, <laughs> couple months, but until we both said, hey, like, if we're going to actually be together, we both have to be sober because. If we're not, like, we're just hurting each other, you know? So. Yeah. No, um, I agree. Yeah. I didn't get what you mean now. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting, but I, f I literally felt like I was, uh, like being cheated on and it was, it was not, uh, pleasant, you know? <laughs> yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I never looked at it like that. Yeah. Because like you said, like before Monique. A long time my relationship was just with alcohol i was by myself you know in upper black eddie just chilling um in the woods and drinking all the time and then monique came into my life and that was the new relationship but it was back and forth for a little bit like it was kind yeah. of like it was kind of like a love triangle right um and sometimes i would be with monique other times i'd be with alcohol but other times both. Yeah. But that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you can't do that. So like, that's why when people, if they have trouble with alcohol and they're, they're both drinking, they're not going to have that solid relationship until it's just them, but just yeah. the one person, the other, because if they mad at, if they're mad at each other, Oh, I'm going to go for alcohol. F yeah. you. And then you're like, what are you, you're just yeah. going to leave me here by myself. Yeah. You know? Or like we were saying before too, like you you both are drinking together and you're yes. having a blast. Yeah. And then it's so fun. And then one person says something that may not even have been intentional. It may not even have meant anything. You're just having fun. Yeah. And now you're in a fight. But why is that though? Like, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I either. wish I, f I wish I knew. Is that be like, I wonder if it's because you, you 
both know that that you shouldn't be doing it or is it no it's that you don't care yeah i just don't care i don't dance but i will dance in my kitchen if i'm fucked up Mm. so you just i don't sing so you just start a fight just to start a fight what i mean is that there's no inhibition anymore yeah and when you cut out that ambition, you're controlled only by your emotions. Mm. So when you're happy, you're really happy. Yeah. When you're pissed, you're really pissed. Yeah. When you drive your car, you drive fast. It's amplified. Everything gets amplified. Yeah. When you're yeah. fucking, it's the best sex you've ever had. <laughs> I would disagree. <laughs> but well, it's it's certainly more freeing. I'll give it. I'll say that. But it, you'll you'll do shit that you wouldn't normally do. It, nasty stuff yeah yeah no for sure like oh yeah put it in my butt <laughs> not my butt <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's but the, yeah that's it's, the girl saying that i'm not i'm not i don't play that that weirdness no um or whatever but uh but yeah you'll 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 uh, yeah you'll do shit that you wouldn't do on a sunday morning yeah let's put it that no, way. i got i got what you're saying for sure but you will punch your boyfriend in the face. Yeah. Just just because it's an impulse. You're not, you're not even thinking I'm mad. Fuck you. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to get me to feel better about how pissed I am at you right now mm-hmm. is to hit you. Yeah. There's you know? no self-control. Because that's the peak, right? Mm-hmm. You have like me- mental abuse. You have physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Or you have like mental abuse. Verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is, that's not really mental abuse. It's, they're, they're separate to me. Mental abuse, verbal abuse, totally, di- totally different. Really, um, <clears throat> and then physical, mm. and that's the peak. Because what else is there besides getting somebody killing you, right? Yeah, or killing them. But it's interesting though, because so you'll do the highest level of the thing that you can do. Yeah, which is to get physical. Yeah, you know, I have never put my hands on anybody before, but I have had my hands hands put on me. Yeah. No, it's, and then from there, where do you go, right? It's just like once. Well, now you've crossed that threshold. Mm -hmm. So then, there's literally nowhere else to go. Where do you go from there? There's nowhere. And then, then don't put your fucking hands on me. Yeah, exactly. It's not acceptable. And if I put my hands on somebody, I'm fucking in jail. Yeah. So I would never do that. Yeah, like. You want to retaliate, but you can't. I mean, I'm not going to. I never got in a fight in my whole life. Being physical with people in that way is just never how I was. Even in the grade school through high school, people want to fight. I'm like, I would be the kid running the other direction. You know, I was the guy that <clears throat> would would tell the boys to stop. Like, like the peacemaker. Yeah, well, yeah. nobody really disliked me, but you get on like a little scuffle in the football field at recess or whatever. And I would just. You know, I'll fucking kick your ass, bro. I'm like, um, I think I'm going to go over here. I don't think so. I was never somebody who would like stand yeah, up to a out. fight like that. Yeah. Cause now you're both going to be, it's just not going to end well. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I, I try to get <laughs> like, I never want to get into a fight, but if I see injustice happening, I'll, I'll jump in. Oh, there. in that case. Yeah. Yeah. So if it comes to family yeah, or something, Especially my son. Oh, I, oh, yeah, oh I'll string you up by your ankles and torture <laughs> your ass. That's how much you will love your child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's been cases of that, but like, 
as far as like original original point of like drinking and like getting into fights with people would you have would that issue that you just had with them would you have had it sober would would you have brought it up in a different way or would they still have been mad at you would you still have gotten to a fight mm. you know i don't like it when you do this mm. it makes me feel this way what can we do to fix that yeah and then instead of saying okay sweetheart sweetie pie i didn't know that mm. let's work through this together maybe they'll still say fuck you yeah just when they're you're they're drunk but at least you're opening up the communication sober yeah sober and and it's but so if they're not capable of that communication while sober and then this shit has been swirling around in their head for a couple weeks comes all out it just comes out oh fuck you i don't care what you fucking think yeah and now now you're in this room you were in one room before where you're happy and now you're here and everybody's pissed yeah like what happened i want to call the fucking cops like don't do that <laughs> Now you got a real problem. Yeah. Why? Because we're screaming at each other. Hmm. Um, it's just it doesn't doesn't go to a good place. Yeah. That, that's. But would you have had that fight sober? Is my question. No. Huh? Would it have been a fight? Would you have been able to talk about it? If you're two reasonable people, then you should be able to at least talk about it to some <clears throat> extent. I think while intoxicated, you could probably talk about it reasonably. Probably. But. When one person raises their voice, it's just not you do. <laughs> just not the best, probably because you no. know you 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 might forget certain parts of it. You know, yeah. Well, when you're when you're in the middle of a fight, you often will black out, not from the booze, but from the trauma. Yeah, or you don't remember what you say. Yeah. Like two, three days later, you're like, "What were we fighting about the other day? Why are we so mad? Yeah. I don't know." Yeah, they're just like you don't even know. Yeah. You just kind of like, like for me, a couple of times when I, when I've been really angry, like my vision starts to close and I don't like, I don't know what's going on around me. It's like hyper-focused. Um, it's, it's only happened a couple of times, but it's like, has that ever happened to you? Like when you're so like frustrated that everything around you just like ceases to exist. I, not when when angry not when angry but um when there's like a intense moment definitely yeah like when you have to walk out onto a platform and squat 470 pounds yeah your job doesn't matter mm. 50, 100 people sitting in the crowd, they don't matter. Where you are, how you got there, doesn't matter. Mm. So you get this tunnel vision. You can even hear what people are saying. Yeah. Like, I, I had, I fucked up my first meet. I did, wasn't listening to the, to the guy tell me to squat. Yeah. I just heard some noise from the side, and I thought that he said squat. And after I was done, I was like, Oh, fuck that. I know I failed that lift. Yeah. I fucked it up. Because I was so hyper-focused on doing one thing. Yeah. And that was bending down and standing back up. Yeah. And then 
if you hit like the smelling salts or whatever, you really forget about everything. <laughs> and then, and then after that intense moment is over, your clarity comes back and it's like, you go from this to everything just opens back up again. So that was another thing <laughs> that we, I want to talk about in regards to being sober for oh, like a month and a half. Like sorry, the, I keep stretching. That's okay. Sorry, everybody. Uh, of the, the clarity. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, like after a year, it re like it really got more clear, which is a blessing and a curse because then you're upset like, oh my God, I didn't realize all this stuff around me. Just like yeah. even just like visual and then mental too, like, oh man, like this is messed up. This is messed up. But like have you had any like more clarity as you've been sober? Or... Uh, my life is still pretty much the same. Clarity, I don't know. Yeah. Ask ask me in four months. Yeah, sometimes it takes a long time to. For me, it, it I was fully like aware of it. Actually, you know, yeah, I have. Okay. I have been dealing with a situation that I'm not going to go into, but that you know, well, um, and I was accepting what was going on as normal because I was drinking to cover up the pain that I was going through in that situation. I was covering it up and I felt betrayed and I felt like life was unfair and I felt like my life's falling apart, but I stopped drinking. And after about two or three weeks, I started to gain back a little bit of my self-worth. Like while it was going on and I was drinking, I felt worthless, you know, even though I was doing, I was going to work, I was going to the gym, I was covering up all this anguish with a fucking smile on my face. Yeah. I realized after about three or four weeks that I, like my thoughts were true about how I was feeling hmm. and I'm worth more than what I was going through and how I was being treated. Hmm. So I became more honest with myself. And it also took a lot of, you know, talking. We've talked about this extensively, but I'm not going to go into it because yeah. it's personal. But as far as the not drinking goes, I've gained a lot more clarity and perspective on what I deserve in my life hmm. and what uh, I should expect. So I, I shouldn't, I should not deal with, um, and nobody should, by the way, being treated in a way that's not best for you hmm. and covering it up by drinking, being like, okay, well, I'm going to forget about this for tonight. Fuck it. Doesn't make it go away. No, it doesn't go away because you're just going to wake up the next day and still have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So it has really helped me gain a lot of perspective by not drinking and not um it gave me a more honest perspective on myself and my own worth you know 
So even though the situation fucking blows hard, it's not something that I now with the clarity that I'm feeling, um, should be accepting of, you know, I, I've just come to better terms with it pretty much. Yeah. And, And when you're stuck in a bubble of like, like, uh, it could be any relationship. It could be a, a spouse. It could be a girlfriend. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. Mm. It could be your shitty brother. You know, it doesn't matter. Your shitty sister. You allow certain things to happen. You know, you you get perspective from yourself, and then you get perspective from the outside. It's like, dude, why are you? Are you letting your dad fucking talk, treat you that way? Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know. This is just how he treats me. Yeah. And so you drink to like get over it, mm. not think about it. Um, and then you stop and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Three, four weeks goes by, you gain clarity and you're like, I don't have to fucking deal with that. Yeah. I don't deserve that shit. Mm. And that's kind of where I, where I, without giving too many details, it's like, that's where I have realized a little bit more self-worth for myself. I know it sounds like a word salad. I'm just trying to work through it in my mind, how to say it. but. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's probably given me more clarity. Yeah, on like the realities of life, you know. Yeah, no, that's all. Awesome. Shit sucks sometimes. So it's like it's hard. And you but- can't cover up the suckiness <laughs> by drinking your <laughs> fucking nights away. No, it just makes it suckier. <laughs> yeah, because the next day you wake up and you're yeah, like, and it just keeps the suck train. I think going. I'm gonna take a shot. Uh, I'm really hungover. That'll help me. So- I mean. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Yeah. You're just like, well, it's Saturday. <laughs> I don't have to go to the gym today. And I feel like trash right now. Yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll just get started now. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting though. So you're saying that it actually increased your self-worth. Well, totally. So that's awesome. Like, yeah, I, I would. And I accomplishing what I did a couple weeks ago, like my personal accomplishment, yeah. you know. I still came in third place. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking strong people there. Yeah. But as a personal accomplishment, not drinking, seeing what it did for my energy levels, my strength and all that. Mm. Um, and then the mental clarity that came with it. Mm. Feels so good. Hell yeah. So yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Alternatives to AA. If you would like to contact us directly, please shoot us an email at alternatives2aa2021 at gmail.com. We also hope that you continue to join us on Mondays at 6 p.m. You can watch us live on YouTube. You can subscribe to us that way as well. You can leave us a five-star rating and follow us on Spotify. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, we ask that you please leave a rating and an honest review. We'll see you next week. Bye.